Welcome to The Kindness Project, the podcast designed to share stories of kindness and share how kindness can make positive change in our world, one small act at a time. In this week's episode of The Kindness Project, we talk about haircuts, moons, and we have part one of our interview with Harpit Dell from The Kindness Chef Podcast. Hello, one and all, and welcome to another episode of The Kindness Project. I'm I'm... Uh, I was going to say I'm joined, but then it turned into more I'm I'm joined. So that's that's apparently my name now. Um, I'm joined. I'm joined. I'm joined. <laughs> I'm, I'm joined, joined by um, one man who says it, says he hasn't got the energy, but has seemed to pile onto a very loose thread <laughs> very quickly. Oh, I'm joined. <laughs> mm-hmm. And one man who's uh, been busy working. Yeah, but we need to work on these intros, really. They've gone downhill. After how many episodes? I don't, well, I know that. but We used I, to pre-plan them. Remember when we pre-planned them? And then I used remember when we pre-planned the entire podcast? What has happened? Now we delegated I, to us. Anyway, I, I still pre-plan the entire podcast. You two just don't follow the plan. Sorry, I'm I'm a rebel. I like to I like to rebel against any plan. You're a rebel without a cause or with a cause. I'm a rebel without a clue. Um, uh, and I like to have fun. <laughs> I like to improvise. That's what I like to do. I like to keep it fresh. Maybe that's Arsehole. what you should pick up as a lobby mate. Mate, sorry. Yeah, so wait, wait, wait. This is the thing. Sorry. If, you, if you're going to insult me, don't use the word mate. I was going to say dad, and then mate slipped out. And I was like, oh no. Well, I mean, <laughs> at least, at least, um, uh, I, I think every child in their life, and I, I think I might have did did this more than once, has called their teacher mum. Um, I've done that. Have you done that, Russ? I knew you was going to ask me. Have you ever uh, called your teacher mum? Yeah, probably. All right. Not that I remember. Um, yeah, I'm the same as Russ, not that I remember, but I remember like being in the flow and then realising, oh, the next word isn't the correct one. <laughs> I remember okay. being close to some of my teachers, though. How close? Not, not that close. Did you phone anybody? <laughs> there's a there's a time limit on these things, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> you can cut that out. I'm so sorry. Oh God, this is a podcast about kindness. I'm tired. Yes, there's sir. no filter. I'm sorry. <laughs> do not, do not. If you've got some, say, Rose, make sure it's within the time limit. Yeah. <laughs> you got 21 seconds to go. You got 21 seconds to go. Oh dear. Um, right, can we just... They, they as, actually as, each sing for 21 seconds in that song. That's very as we, good. As we're, talking, as we're talking about that, can we can we just share a little game we had on Sunday? No. Can I we don't have that game again on Sunday. Well, you will get you will be getting that game again, again on Sunday. It's called, ladies and gentlemen, listeners, the, um, the WhatsApp... Um, uh, oh, singing game. Oh, what did you love it? You were singing back. Here's how you play the WhatsApp singing game. You have a little WhatsApp group, and I use the Kindness Project WhatsApp group. Yeah. Um, uh, so that's basically me, Russ, and Charlotte. And then I sing a li- I do the start of a little song, and then the first one to respond with the next line via voice note, clearly. 
uh, Windsor Point. A new one. Now, now um, I've got some amazing audio from that little game. Would you like to hear some? Don't you bloody dare. Would you like to hear some on the podcast? Let's have a look. Right. So, so I know it might be a bit more work for you, but would you mind editing this? <laughs> no, none of this is leaving. Right, you ready? You ready? I've learned to breathe on water. You start off with yourself. No, Charlie, it's so quiet. <laughs> My shyness is... Uh... Um, let's, let's just take a rust one. Done it once too often. What do you take me for? There's nothing like me. <laughs> I don't know that one either. Oh, no, you didn't know that one. Let's have a look. Uh, the one Russ did know. Hold on. I came here tonight to hear the crowd go. Oh, yeah, this is a good one. Boom, shake, shake, shake the boom. Boom, shake, shake, shake the boom. Right. Tick, 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 boom. Right. But what I realised is, is the actual. The actual genius, ladies and gents, is when you start playing it at two times speed. You ready for this? Oh, no. I, I've never heard Russell funny. I mean, Russell is a funny guy. Are we ready? Boom, shake, 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 boom. Boom, shake, 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 boom. Boom, that's your new nickname, Russell. Did, 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 boom, dance. No, if we say that nickname, people are going to get wrong assumptions. Sorry, you started this this meeting, right? With I'm really tired. I've got low energy today. This is no, a lot of energy. Did, 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 boom. Unbelievable. <laughs> What's the matter, Russ? Well, you tell me you're busy. You've clearly got time to double the speed on my singing. I did it while I was on the car coming back. I did playing through the stereo two times. <laughs> Everybody oh, in the no. car was listening to you go, did, 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 <laughs> <laughs> So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we'll have a live game right now. I'll think of a song. And the first one to sing live that game stuff will... Uh, Several of these I had to Google last time we played this, will, and I just will, still didn't win. Will, uh win a prize. So, let me... Let me find a song I both uh uh you're both gonna know. Um Maybe I've done something interesting this week, Russ, so that we could talk about you promised, instead. You promised me a prize last time and I never got anything. You did. You got the congratulations from everyone. I thought you were opening your two ends on Monday morning saying you're getting nothing. <laughs> right, go on. Tell, tell what what do you want to talk about while I while I Google uh, um while I think of a song, Charlotte? Um, hmm. <laughs> we were talking about I had a lecture on cross dressing today. You had a lecture on cross dressing. I went to a cross dressing well. Um, it wasn't actually doing cross dressing, it was about cross dressing and Shakespeare and stuff like and how it affects the plot and stuff. The interesting bit about cross dressing oh. surely a man can cross dress and wear a. Uh... Wear a dress, etc. But how does a woman cross dress? Puts a pair of strides on and walks around like a geezer. Charlotte must have been cross dressing for a while because she's always rubbing her. Oh, we bloody lie. <laughs> so, well, Charlotte. I used to wear a, a skirt very... these days, I do. Charlotte is a very. She likes a pair of strides. She loves a manly t shirt. 
She's never without that air. Uh, I'm booking myself an air cut for next week. I got Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're right, actually, Raz. Charlotte has... What have you done to it? Buzzed. Oh, you're going to... you. Not the full thing, just the sides again, round the back. Oh, yeah, that's no. good. Um, I might do it one day, but yeah, I was thinking colors. about growing it out, but I'm really uncomfortable with it, so I'm just going to do it. Right, are we ready for the song, guys? No. Nurs- nursery Rhymes Edition. Right, remember, what you play on your computer, we can't hear. No, that's why I'm going to sing it. The wheels no. on the bus. Go round and round, round and round, round and round. The wheels on the bus go round and round all day all long. Day long. Oh, <sighs> oh. Now, do we do we get the point for the first person to answer, or do we get the point for the first person to say the entire thing? I, I would let Charlotte have that point. Thank you, Russ. <laughs> Don't know if I deserve it, but I appreciate if it. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. If you're happy and you know it, and you really want to show it, if you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. This is, I love this. I'm just getting, I'm just getting my 19 year old daughter and the 42 year old brother to sing nursery rhymes. (laughs) Incy wincy spider. Incy wincy, you got the lyrics wrong. (laughs) Sorry, what do you mean? Is it Incy bitsy? Incy bitsy spider ran up the water. Incy wincy. No, (laughs) down came the rain and washed the spider out. Yeah. Out came the sunshine and dry. Right, hold on, hold on. Let's go back to the went up the spout again. Itsy bitsy or itsy wincy. Itsy bitsy. It's it right. It. I thought it was itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini. It is, but it's also itsy bitsy. No, no. no it's in. Well, that's what you think. It's a a song or. Itsy witsy, beaky weeny. Right, itsy witsy spider. No, it's not. It can't be. Itsy bitsy, what's that? It's itsy bitsy spider. No, no, it's not. It's itsy wincy. I've never been told itsy wincy. This is an absolute scandal. (laughs) Take it, take it out with the people that lie to you, mate. (laughs) Right, I'm going for itsy wincy. Podcast listeners, Thanks. we need Thanks we need your help. Daddy, take it out with him. We need your help. Is it? This is what happens when YouTube. You watch too much YouTube when you were a kid, right? I think it's Incy Wincy. Charlotte thinks it's what is it? Itsy Bitsy. Tinky Winky. Russ thinks it's Lala Rapug. <laughs> <laughs> Spider. It is a spider. It is a spider. Right, right, right. Uh, right. I've got it. Right. Okay. So the British Council, the British Council, not YouTube, not any of that business. British Council, learn English kids, incy wincy. I was never taught that, but okay. Okay. Fair enough. You, r- r- that's your failing as a parent, then, isn't it, mate? Because she's been told different uh, what you know it as. I can't be responsible for teaching my child every nursery rhyme. Um, unfortunately, we, we're not willing to accept that apology. It's Wincy Spider. Why are you doing the hands? That, the hands yeah. the lyrics. She's, she's even been told sign language with it. I don't know if that's what it is, but that's what we used to do. Sign language. Up the water spout. 
Where did right. you learn it, Charlotte? I don't remember. It's just like a... So this is a problem. This is a problem. Because on Wikipedia... Oh, no. Ah, here we go. Itsy Bitsy Spider, known as Incy Wincy Spider, in Australia, Great Britain, oh. New Zealand, and most other English-speaking countries, is a popular nursery rhyme and finger play that describes the adventures of a spider. So we live, we live, you live in, even though you're in uh, Scotland now, you are in the uh, Great British area. No, it's it. And in the Great Brit British area, it is into Wincy Spider. As a as a classic cl classic, classic. Folk tale, yeah, as a as a as a folk tale myth and fairy tale enjoyer, I'm gonna stick with Itsy Bitsy. I'm sorry. I, I failed as a parent, Russ. Okay, that's fine, Charlie. Why are you done? Uh, sorry, it's turned into this agent provocateur where every time me and you fall out, yeah. he sort of sticks up for you now, doesn't he? <laughs> that's because us minions have to stick together. <laughs> <laughs> who's, the, who's the one with the one eye? Bob. Who's Bob? Uh, I've got enough eyesight for one eye. Yeah. Um, Fair enough. Maybe not. I don't think I've got that much eyesight. Right. And on in other news, um, uh, I'd like to talk about uh, the uh, subject of moons. Moons! Because moons are the subject of charlottedavis.com this week. Tell us about that. Yes, 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 yes. yes. So I was looking at... So I mentioned I'm writing a werewolf story. And I mentioned last episode that I was like, I'm going to do moons next week. I'm going to do moons next week. So I was looking at moons. And they all have different names. And the next one's the pink moon, which is early April. I think it's the 6th or the 7th. So so the names, could you mention the hunting moon and the, what are the other names of the moons? Uh, so there's 13 different moons, such as the wolf moon, the cold moon, the pink moon, the beaver moon, the harvest moon, the hunt, hunter moon. There's a bunch of others I'm forgetting. Um, I think there's a sturgeon moon as well, like the fish. When's the cheese moon happening? There isn't one. Not that I know about. I know there's an egg moon, but that's not the main name for it. I think that's the pink moon. Okay. But it's called the pink moon because of a specific type of flower that blooms in North America. Oh. Um, and the moon was named by the Native Americans who used to live there. So it's called the pink moon because of the pink flowers. Cool. Yeah. I think they call it Pink Moon because they see it driving by on the motorway. You remember the day trips we used to go out and they always used to moan at the friendly bus? No. Oh, well. Um, you know what? You know I, what? Won't name, I won't name no names, but it usually happened by the same people as well. Usually it was you, Russ. You know, you, know what, um, you know what mooning is in, in uh, the concepts that uh, Russ was talking about, Charlotte? Yes, I've seen... What's the musical that's got the song about mooning? Grease? No. Grease? Grease. <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it Russell Dames' Moons Out the Window? There's a, there's a, a, a complexion on Grease. There's it? a musical that's got a song about mooning. And it, is it called Russell Dames? It's do not you like a moon, Russ? Do I like a moon? No, just generally, do you like a moon? No. You sure? That's about the only thing I haven't done in a meeting, moves on the lead. That's one of the only things you haven't done out a window. In other news, 
this. Let's talk about um, uh, Kindness News. You want to do the jingle? And for some reason, we have got um, Russell is digging deep with <laughs> the publications this this week because we have got Kindness News from Construction Management Magazine. Where's that come from, Russ? <laughs> it's come from Google. Right? Did you want to do you want to go back and get one from Bagels Monthly or or Professional? Wait. It, it, doesn't matter, it doesn't matter about the profession. If somebody's kind, they're kind. That is true. And 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 certainly we can share And uh, as you know, some of them public some of them professional publications do do good stuff like construction weekly. Are you a fan? Are you a regular fan? Are you a regular reader of construction weekly? Are you ever think biggest? you read construction weekly? This is my first experience. <laughs> I, you know what I, 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 I like to read. Um, nursery rhymes monthly, <laughs> and um, I know. Well, which bit? Every time the spider-related nursery rhyme comes up, it's always into wincy. And you that, don't read nursery rhymes that's monthly. nursery rhymes monthly, Charlotte. That guy. Well, I had a little wincy when she said you were itsy bitsy. You had a wincy when she said itsy bitsy. Wincy, yeah. <laughs> Is there I had a wincy when uh, Kelly told me you had a tinky winky. <laughs> Take that out, Russ. You've got to take that one out. Keep <laughs> in, Russ. Keep in. That is genius. I just come up with Actually, that, Russ. Sorry. I'm absolutely shattered. Take the tinky winky. It's more like a frankfurter. <laughs> we need to get on with the news. We need to get on with the news. You're I'm done. I'm done. What's going on? Charlotte, help me. Okay. Construction Management Magazine. I didn't need to know. Construction Management Magazine. Brought to you by the CIOB. Um, uh, construction's rule of... I can't do it. Construction's wall of kindness helped those in need. A wall of kindness has been installed at a construction site in Swansea where people could donate clothes for those in need. The, the initiative was spearheaded by Mark Crouch, a building service, services manager at Boyer's UK. I've never seen this done at the site I've worked on before, said Crouch. I put the ideas forward to our social value team and together we came up with a very successful wall. As soon as we placed coats and all, they were taken by those in need. Uh, it really has been a success. It has been great to see how welcome it has been by everyone in the city centre. The wall invites passers by to hang coats and the pigs attached so others can take them. Walls of I like walls. I, I, I was about to have a go at the fact that you got this story from Construction Management Magazine. I'm liking it, Russ. Right. I'm liking the concept behind Walls of Kindness. As soon as we... Walls of Kindness is, a, is an initiative that emerged in Iran 
during the winter of 2015 to help homeless people keep warm in the freezing temperatures. Since then, such walls have been replicated around the world, including by construction firms installing them outside building sites. Um, a base sitting there, Wall of Kindness, is where people can put coats uh, that they don't use anymore, yeah. and homeless people use those coats. It's an amazing idea. I like this. Last December, Irish building contractor Wallace installed a wall of kindness in Dublin city centre with a note that read, leave what you don't need to take what you do. Donations from staff hung on the wall to be picked up for those who needed them. In Belfast, Mascot Construction established a kindness wall in 2021 as part of its Christmas charitable events. That is amazing. And it's happening all over the world. I will never, ever, ever go at Construction News again. Actually, yeah. Russ, if you could give me another article about kindness from Construction News for next week, I'd love that. I'm not sure about that, but okay. probably no. then we'll do a Construction Wednesday ever again now. Um, now we're going to move on to the We're All Go. Ellesmere Port Asda employees show random acts of kindness. An Ellesmere Port Asda employee made a young boy's day with a random act of kindness. Maureen Burns started working as a checkouts colleague at the Asda in Ellesmere Port in September 2022. Earlier in the week, 15-year-old Jacob was at the Grange Road store and was struggling to pay for some Mother's Day flowers on his phone's banking app because it wasn't working. Maureen decided to step in and pay for the flowers herself. I love that. Adele, the store's community champion, said, having seen someone going through the checkouts with her flowers, it broke Maureen's heart to see this little, poor little lad so, looked so disappointed at the prospects of not being able to buy them. But she jumped in and paid for them herself. Jacob's mum, Kerry Oaks, later posted on the community Facebook group thanking Maureen. He is so grateful, as am I, I wasn't expecting it at all. My son shall pay the kindness forward. Thank you so much. Maureen's manager, Caroline Harvey, said she's an amazing colleague and we are all very proud of her. Love that. Two um, seemingly simple but perfect acts of kindness. Really, really appreciate that. We're going to move on to uh, the uh, interview. Uh, this week, we've got the amazing uh, Harpit Dow from The Kindness Chef. Uh, enjoy the interview, and we'll see you on the other side. Harpal, how are you? you? Are you doing well? I'm good. I'm great, Chris. Waking good. up talking about kindness. Well, it's it's always a fun <laughs> subject to, to do. I seem to spend a lot, I mean, particularly with the book out at the minute, I'm spending a lot of time uh, talking about kindness. I've got radio interview on, on Wednesday. And I keep on bumping into people who have read my book. So it's uh, it's a topic that keeps on coming up time and time again. So it's, yeah, it's an interesting one. Now, before we start with the interview, you gave me a real insight into into your personality about, are you, are you more of an evening person than a morning person? I am a morning person. It just takes me time to wake up. You know, I like what, to wake what, up early and get a lot done, but it okay. doesn't really happen. Okay, fair enough. How long does it take in the morning for you to get to a point where you go, right, I'm cooking on gas now, I'm ready to go? Probably three hours. <laughs> three hours. It's a good it's a good run up to, to the day. <laughs> I'm I'm toying with the idea of um 
I'm talking about it like it was like with a friend, funny enough. Um, have you heard of like like that cold shower thing to get the yes. going? Yeah. I just can't get to it. And I, I, I just I can't like sort of get to the point where I'm happy to do it. But apparently he said it's amazing. So I might I might try that. Uh, I'm not into New Year's resolutions, but I might try that in 2023. Um but we are here to talk about kindness. So tell us a little bit about you. So my name is Harpal Dutt. I'm a chartered business psychologist. I uh, spend some of my time as a visiting lecturer teaching positive psychology and professional and personal skills development. I'm also the world's first kindness chef, where I'm serving nutritious and nourishing well-being in a unique way to clients across the world. And I also have a podcast called The Kindness Chef Podcast, so I'm a host of that. Fab. Talk to me a bit about your journey to finding positive psychology and, and, and help me understand how that became part of your life. That's a big, deep question, Chris. <laughs> um, uh, well, I, I've always been interested and curious about myself, wanting to find out more, and this idea of development and personal development. I was interested a long time ago about the things that we can improve on and get better at, which is what positive psychology is about. Uh, when I went to university, they weren't really teaching about positive psychology about 20 years. So I have naturally been, been interested, and I know you like gratitude, and I've listened to one of your episodes of your podcast where a guest also mentioned about gratitude. Um, I am interested in positive psychology, but also I would say that my journey on kindness started really about 2016. But this is, I don't really know, such a deep question. Um, but I think, um, well, kindness is a part of positive psychology. It's not specifically, they don't spend so much time, I think, talking about kindness. Yeah. But from what I've discovered on my journey, I was first really quite interested in empathy and compassion, um, which I and then self-compassion, which I was trying to teach to people, but they didn't really get what these concepts were. They're a bit more complicated to talk about. It's interesting, about. isn't it? How how important do you think it is to, as part of a journey to be kinder to others? Um, how important do you think it is to be kind to yourself? It's really, really important. Um, what I've discovered is there are a lot of people doing kindness work in the world, but they don't really take care of themselves. Yeah, it's um, interesting. So well. So I've seen a pattern emerging. And um, the more I go into this area that, and the more I work on myself, I really I have discovered how unkind I am to myself, as well as other people are. 78% of people are kinder to others than themselves which is research from Kristen Neff, one of the founders of self-compassion. So I would say that, you know, until we really get to know ourselves well, which I don't know if many people will do that, um, I think we think we're being kind to others, but maybe we're not really because we don't really know ourselves that well. So we might, be, we might be doing things where we think, oh, we're helping, um, uh, 
we're doing good, but perhaps we're not. So I, I think that it is a, it's not a selfish activity, but it is really to know what we're doing, why we're doing it, and are we being really honest about what mm. we're doing? Let me let me ask you what I think is another like deep and unanswered uh, question. Not another one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wasn't expecting these questions. I'm quite philosophical today, Harper. You can probably tell. Uh, you're not. Um, you told me before. But oh, I don't know. Okay, Chris, the okay. philosopher. Okay, carry on. Good so, so let, let, let me let me let me ask one addition. I promise we'll get back to the the questions that I prepared you for in a minute. Um, but do we ever really know ourselves? Probably not. Um, okay. But so how how self aware do you think you are, Chris? Out of a hundred percent. Uh. Uh. I'm in the middle of a podcast oh, interview. Okay. Yeah. Raj, edit that out. <laughs> um, the, there's the guy, apparently, or not, Russ, keep it in. It might be a little. Uh, <laughs> apparently, the guy at my door, my office door is broken and the guy's here to fix it. Um, so, so yeah, that, that that's a new one for the podcast, right? <laughs> um, okay. Um, so. How well do I know myself? Let's How self-aware? How yeah, self-aware? Sixty percent. Okay, that's not a bad answer. Yeah. Um, not certainly not a hundred. Um, okay. And certainly more self-aware now in my forties than I was in my twenties. Yeah. I'm conscious that I've still got a long way to go. So most people think that they are around about perhaps 60 to 90%. But what do you think the truth is? 20. Yeah. So around about actually 15 to 17%, which is some research from Dr. Tasha, who's got a book on insights, where she has done a lot of research on self-awareness. So we probably won't be. But... Yeah. Um, I think the more that people realize they're not, not the, the thing that I have discovered is denial. So if you think that you are being kind to yourself and you're not, then um, this could affect your well-being. So yes. this discovery, so what perhaps is helpful, we're not all going to get to 90, 100% self-awareness. I don't think that's going to happen. But uh, my story is that I thought I was kind to myself. People would come and tell me about 20 years ago how much they hate themselves, don't like themselves. And I thought, oh, I'm okay. You know, poor them, I'm okay. <laughs> but what I've discovered is that I do have quite a negative self-talk and um, I'm not always my own best friend. And so in terms of our mental well-being, this can really affect us. Yeah. So this is what I would like to do is help more people almost like feed their soul with kindness by well, uh, becoming more aware. Becoming more aware, being kind to themselves, yeah. giving, them, giving them the tools to do yes. that. Right? Okay, well, talk to me about that. And I, I know you mentioned earlier about the kind chef. Talk to me about the concept of that. So the concept of the kindness chef is that I create recipes and menus from a kindness mm. A to Z that I've designed. Uh, to nourish people's mind, body, and soul. So I I don't really like the word random acts of kindness, although they are beneficial. 
And, um, you know, okay, gratitude is great, but everyone just talks about the same things about gratitude. Um, so this A to Z, I would say, is a unique concept where people can practice kindness in many ways. So people that want a bit more variety of the ways that they could practice. So they could just take one of the A to Z and that could really perhaps help them with being kinder to themselves and other people. Um, so give me an example. So this is what, an, would, what would like T be? What would, what would oh T be? Oh my God, are you psychic, Chris? Because T, are you psychic? Because T is about T, T-E-A. Okay. And actually, I'm recording my episode about T later on oh, in an God. hour's time. So T is slightly unusual because it's about T. Um, whereas, you know, B is boundaries. The rest of them are more things perhaps from psychology that are good for your well-being based on research. But I just love tea. And <laughs> <laughs> so, so I made it. It's giving you the opportunity to talk about tea. But where's the yeah. connection with kindness when it comes to Yeah, tea? that's when you have to listen to the episode. But the connection is that actually um, there are tea ceremonies. There's different types of tea. And when you drink a bowl of tea, it's a way of serving kindness to yourself. Sure, so sure, sure. if you carry a bowl like these small little bowls that you can have tea in you kind of put it close to your heart and then your mouth and it's it's a way of connecting with yourself it's quite a meditative yes. style, isn't it it's, yeah yeah interesting so it's a mind I it's a another, I'm, I'm enjoying this can i pick another letter pick another <laughs> yes test <laughs> right. me chris let's you are testing for, me let's go for q q Okay, what do you think Q is about? Let, let me put it on you first. Oh, great question. Um, <laughs> that, you can tell you're a coach. Why? That, well, well, I'm meant to be interviewing you. Um, uh, Q, what would Q be? And it links to what we just said about T just now. Quiet. Yes. I might have called it quietness. So okay. this is also going a bit into silence so i do like a little bit of silence um but i've called it quietness so this is interesting right one of the things that i i i and again i'm conscious that i'm probably not as self-aware as i think i am so let me <laughs> like me frame, like me with a frame that frame that immediately however one thing i know i struggle with as an extrovert and somebody who likes to be around people is that I've got a friend who's really keen on meditation. He talks about meditation all the time. And uh, he's um, he's in a position where he says that like the mental health benefits he gets from it are huge. I struggle with meditation and in particular silence. So for somebody like me, who's, more comfortable around people or more comfortable being busy what's the first step i need to take to step away from that well do you like drinking tea what's your drink of choice not alcohol now but like a hot one let's say coffee i'm a coffee, coffee. drinker okay and when when do you drink your coffee a few times in the day or how many way times? too much um, okay so perhaps in, in cut back on that in, in um, the morning in the morning primarily 
All right. And when are you taking your coffee? Is it quiet? Is a quiet time or are you like multitasking? What's happening? I'm eating my you... breakfast. I've got the TV on. Right. Um, a great opportunity. The, the, ki the kids are in the house getting ready for dog. My dog's in the house getting ready for school. Okay. Is there a moment in your day? I mean, maybe that's not the moment, but is there a particular, I would cut back on that coffee usage and perhaps only do three at the max, maybe one, but is there a time in the day where I know you were interrupted earlier, like you're interrupted quite often and perhaps you like that, but maybe there, is there one time in the day where you could just be by yourself with your coffee without any other distractions? I, I... I'm doing some work at the minute where I'm designing my week around, and it's it's really interesting. So, um, when we came out of the pandemic, I was really keen to get everybody back in the office and you know everybody sort of being together and stuff like that. What I've found now is I can't be in the office full time because there's certain elements that I need to do that where I need more focus so my time to myself is actually during the work day um and it's um it's writing so my my sort of meditative thing yes. and my flow state is best when I'm writing um and that's the thing that I can only do alone so so that that to me is is where I'm where I've got my quiet time. So I'm communicating, but in a way that doesn't involve talk to other people. And so, yeah, you are, there are, so, you know, everybody is quiet at some point. Yeah. The thing is that we're just afraid. A lot of people are really afraid of, say, sitting in silence for 20 minutes. And you yes. don't really, you don't really need to do that. But perhaps, you know, maybe when you're drinking your coffee, which is something you do quite often, think about can there be a moment of quiet while you drink your coffee? Yeah, yeah. In the I day. Like and so there could be perhaps you've got five moments and it's something that you're doing often. So it's not another thing you need to add on to do. So just you can have a little bit of more quiet and coffee and make it a little bit of a quiet space for you to yeah. think about yourself so when you're drinking coffee see think about how are you being kind to yourself so almost like yeah. you're drinking the coffee and some kindness is going inside and nourishing you so it's, it's just creating that space for com content contemplation isn't it you know making sure you're in a position where you're thinking about not busyness for busyness sake yeah i think is is, is where we're going with that i'm gonna pick one more later before we move on no, another one chris yeah one more one more um let's go for jay okay so jay is about joy okay and, and i tell me, a... tell me how that manifests itself in the in the in the recipe well, there is one I've created, which is called, um, in the book that I'm working on, which hopefully will be out next year. It was a recipe which I called um, kefi, K-E-F-I. Okay. Kefi is actually, it's a Greek word, which is about a moment of joy and happiness. So um, it, when we think about joy and happiness or lots of things, we kind of, we want this to be all the time. 
but this isn't really how life is we no. need all our feelings and emotions we need you know everything is giving us information sadness um, but when uh, what I think is practical is, is if you think about there are so many moments in the day where perhaps we there is joy or we're observing kindness or things are happening we're grateful mm. but our mind doesn't register those moments it's really interesting isn't it that that concept of that concept of happiness as a as a goal is actually something that isn't achievable is it you know happiness is to like it's about just improving well-being over the longer term yes. isn't it um why, why do you think we're conditioned to focus on the happiness as over well-being? Well, I just think of Coca-Cola. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know yeah. if that's the answer to your question, but um, we're just kind of, we, there's so many distractions, and I think we that's perhaps why we don't know ourselves, because we're bombarded with messages about what is happiness. Is it yeah. really drink? Yeah, I, I, I wrote in the book I about comparison. And that marketed, oh, yes. that marketed perception of what we should all aspire to, um, yes. when in reality, you know, we've all got our own frame of what well-being looks like, don't we? And we we need to identify. Or happiness, that which is about. Um, I'm going to answer. You know, what the research shows is about relationships. Yeah. So what's you probably know this but and your listeners maybe they know that as well but the most important thing is our relationships so the relationship with ourselves and other people and we don't spend so much time cultivating this relationship with ourselves which is linked to the cue about quiet so how can we be present to other people if we're not really connected to our bodies which is you know if you're drinking your coffee and you're paying attention to say the coffee going down into your body because we're we're stuck in our head all the time thinking about the next thing to do so this you don't necessarily have to sit and meditate on a cushion oh that's a shame i was looking forward to doing that <laughs> you don't um, have to do that now i know that part of your journey into exploring exploring kindness started in 2016 when you started the uh, kindness cafes tell me a bit about that yeah, so it was I was in Colombia on a bus and at this time I was I was quite into self-compassion. Uh but the word kindness appeared to me. And um what I love about kindness is that when I'm doing say kindness cafes or I was there was children present that a five-year-olds can easily explain what kindness is or draw yeah. a picture. And so <clears throat> my way in to things like self-compassion passion which I think are really well and the research shows how good that is for our well-being came through the word kindness and I had seen that there was a love cafe where they had a menu where they were serving you could choose from a starter main and dessert where I got the idea of starting kindness cafes where I wanted really to have more than one kindness cafe that's why I call it cafes across the world and in 2016 I went to Kathmandu in Nepal uh, to an event called Creativeness Fest which was for young entrepreneurial people that wanted to improve their 
personal development. And what I did was I created a space to serve kindness and uh, had these T-shirts where I think it said kindness inside equals kindness outside. And I was really trying to get people to practice both being kind to themselves and other people. And I had waiters and waitresses who were serving a menu of kindness because I didn't want this really to be about me. What I wanted to create was an empowering space. Yeah, yeah. and um, they had a badge on and something to show that they're the waiter or waitress and they we had tables set up and they were taking people to their table and serving them the menu and what I discovered in this process is it's also learning for the waiters and waitresses because they're like being quite self-critical they don't know what to do I said don't worry this has never been done before yeah yeah <laughs> so it's it's an opportunity. So you learn it on the job, sort of. Yeah. Thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was a it was an idea which was different to perhaps you know PowerPoint slides and a workshop yeah. style. Yeah, well, it's more practical, isn't it? Yes, night? yeah, practical and fun. So they were drawing. Yeah. Um, what does kindness look like? Um, and what happened was connection. Yeah. Between everybody, and so yeah. that's that's the power. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. So that was the interview. We've got part two coming up next week. I'd imagine, Russ. Part two. Part, part two coming up next week. Yeah, so we've we've changed our layout for interview. So we're going two parts now, not three parts. Well, I mean, the reason being, it's probably worth highlighting because we're getting so much demand from people wanting to come on the podcast at the minute. We are. Yeah. It is the end, but the end's never really the end. The end is just the beginning of this week's awful joke of the week. Oh, yeah. Can you make it Teletubby-related? Uh, well, okay. Um, no, you... go on, make it whatever you want. If you're going to ask for a question, you've got to ask at the top of the show. Can I have a Teletubby joke next week? You can have a Teletubby joke next week. This week, what are you going for? This week... Why did the tomato turn red? Because he saw Ross with Tinky Winky? <laughs> no, but he did see the salad dressing. <laughs> oh, you're oh. all. <laughs> I thought my punchline was better. Okay. Ross, what Let out a little chuckle. A little I one. I did do a little chuckle. I did do a little chuckle. On that note, my friends, I'm going for a power nap. I will see you on Tuesday. Um, it, today is Friday as we as we do this. Um, have a lovely uh, time in your life until next week's episode. And I will see you on the Kindness Project soon. Bye. Bye.